Welcome to All Things Weddings, helping you navigate your wedding planning journey. And here are your hosts, Scott and Hannah. Hello, welcome to All Things Weddings. I'm Scott, the photographer behind Scott Carney Photography. And I'm Hannah, the wedding planner behind Hannah Rachel Weddings. We're here to help you navigate your wedding planning, to freely share tips, insights and behind the scenes so you hopefully feel less overwhelmed and stress-free while planning your gorgeous wedding. Want in on all our tips and to listen to us chat to some of our favourite suppliers? Well then let's dive straight in. Hey Hannah, how's your week been? Yeah, not bad. I, I kind of lose track of what day it is a little bit I feel like it just the weeks just are going so so quickly now like it's just non-stop isn't it on the kind of lead up to Christmas and I just feel like you blink and it's another week's gone so yeah <laughs> I know people keep telling me the start of the Christmas shopping and stuff and I'm like what is going on it's from ages yeah. till Christmas and like actually it's not that, not that close no. but I like to get everything like majority of my work edited and done and sort of out and then I start to be like you know relaxed you know, sort of wind down a bit for the holidays I'm like oh yeah okay now I can think about like sorting Christmas and all that kind of stuff but um but yeah it's uh it's just a funny time of year now isn't it I was just saying I finished my well, I've, I kind of not finished for the year I've got three weddings in December but I finished shooting for like the first I've got like a block now of like five weeks off or something so um yeah it's like the first solid block I've had since like April or something so um it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be quite nice and just catch up on stuff and yeah. But yeah, what yeah, have you been that's up to? Good. Um well pretty much I've got um next year's quite a not full on, because I don't try I try not to take too many weddings, um, so I can give the time to sort of each of my couples and people book different kind of like planning sort of um packages. So I'm working on sort of some of the more full and partial planning weddings for next year sort of at the minute just trying to get in sort of like sourcing venues and suppliers and things like that making sure like all the the details are sort of um finished so I'm trying to get sort of as much of that done before I start with my on the day coordination couple sort of early next year so it kind of all balances out but um you know it's it's hard isn't it every all suppliers are busy at the minute, I think, and they've just come off a really busy summer. So you're trying to get hold of everybody and trying to get in touch with everybody and find out everything. But obviously you can only go as quickly as everybody else can go. And obviously I'm in and out of the office a little bit with like baby and, you know, so it's like just trying to catch everybody at the right time. Yeah, she's she's here on the episode. We might you might hear her. We might get a little cameo appearance uh, at some point. She's, she's been very good at the minute though. That's good. Yeah, first outing. She's very nosy, so she just she's quite intent on just listening to everybody. But you never know; she might get hungry and start screaming. So yeah. <laughs> no problem. So um, yeah, so what are we talking about today? So we've got the lovely Claire with us from Claire Fit Makeup. So. Um, you're going to be talking to us, Claire, hopefully, about all things wedding makeup and why you love the industry so much and hopefully share lots of tips with us um, so our couples kind of know what to expect when it comes to their wedding day. Because I feel like it's kind of the unknown, isn't it, a wedding day, if, especially if you've never done it before, like a lot of couples. Um, so it's it's all the anticipation and then knowing, sort of not knowing what to expect when it when it comes around. Yeah, I was, um, morning guys, thank you for having me. Hey, you're um, right. Yeah, um, I would, and Hannah, I was going to agree with you that it is unknown for so many people, you know, even looking for the suppliers and, and making big decisions, it's completely unknown. So um, your podcast is great to help help people. So um, well done, you two. <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> so I got into wedding makeup kind of not really by accident because I've always loved makeup, but it was kind of a natural progression for me from the job that um, I was I was doing. I don't have an art background. A lot of people, when I'm doing the makeup, say, oh, you must be really arty. And are you good at art? I'm not. I'm, te- I'm so <laughs> terrible at art on paper. I'm not a. I'm not an artist, but um, I always loved makeup. You know, it's I, I use makeup to make people just feel lovely. 
Um, and and that's that's my main drive behind doing makeup and wedding makeup is just to make people feel lovely and confident. Um, and to know that makeup doesn't have to be a crutch to hide behind if you're not feeling confident or you don't feel beautiful, you know, it's makeup can just enhance to elevate you and and just you know make you make you feel lovely um and and I I started by um by doing a course at college when I was about 29 um and it's scary to think that that's um about oh. 18 years ago um wow. which is um which is crazy time flies um and so I I did a course and I I was really into I really kind of wanted to to go down the route of um commercial makeup and fashion makeup and you know all that kind of style um but then I had children um <laughs> and yeah, yeah they they put they a bit were, of fire yeah. in the works didn't they <laughs> really did um and you know, traveling across the country to maybe cities that have more opportunities, like London and Manchester, wasn't really an option for me. So, um, so I had my son, um, and I got a job at Estee Lauder on counter, which was, which was so lovely, and um, and I just, just enjoyed it so much. Um, just helping people, you know, people would sit in my chair. And my downfall was that I'm, I'm not a natural salesperson. Mm. Um, I, I think if you're a natural salesperson, you can go all the way to the top. Um, and and I wasn't. I used to actually shy away from, from selling people things, which, as you can imagine, used to get me into... Um, into trouble sometimes I just wanted to sit people in the chair and do makeup on them and see them walk out feeling like yep I've bought a mascara I wasn't pushed into anything else that's that I'm happy and I'd go and see Claire again you know and that's how I how I kind of started and it gave me so so much experience with customer service as you two both both know working um as suppliers and working with the couples you know you you need to have that customer service and you know you need to make sure that everything's done right and people are made to feel special and I think certainly working on counter really helped me in that way and that's that's how I how I got into makeup I think that point Claire which you said about you know having that opportunity to make people feel special I think that's where maybe for a lot of people that's why they maybe start their own business because they really want to hone into that really getting to know their their clients their couples their you know being able to spend the time with them and I suppose maybe I don't know if this is right but for you on the counter that was the bit you loved but then you've got all the other bits you've got the salesy bit you've got the um targets that you've got to meet and everything you've got that other side of things which maybe isn't as enjoyable and then takes away a little bit from it puts a pressure on the bit that you enjoy you know absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. yeah and I think that's why it's so nice when you set up your own business you can kind of structure it how you want you kind yeah. of the say of what's most important and and then I think you attract the couples that sort of are in alignment with that which I think makes having your own business so special and and such a love a lovely experience because you are you know you make or break it don't you it's, it's you you have the power to change it to make it better and to create that experience which I think gets lost sometimes in in the bigger companies Absolutely. I I completely, completely agree with that. And like I say, as somebody who isn't a natural salesperson, from that point of view, it wasn't the best job for me 
but I got to work with makeup and learn about you know again customer service and and treating people a certain way and approaching people and just being able to talk to people no matter whether it was a 13 year old that was coming in to ask about lip balm mm -hmm. or maybe an 85 year old who was asking about a new foundation that would make her skin feel or look better or skincare you know it's it gives you an opportunity to speak to a, a wide range of people and feel confident speaking to a wide range of people because again in the makeup industry and in the wedding industry that you are always talking to a different range of of people so well, was... that's kind of sorry Claire, like the I was just thinking like the wedding morning you don't just get the person who's sort of you know that you're doing the makeup you, you might have bridesmaids you might have mother of the bride you might you might have all kinds of different setups might you yeah. mm -hmm. um and so you need to be able to talk to like you said people of different ages and different kind of backgrounds and things like that absolutely yeah on a wedding morning we can have a, a three-year-old flower girl who 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 waits patiently to sit in my chair to to feel special like her mum or her auntie and you know, mothers of the brides or, or grandmas and bridesmaids, you know, it's a it's a whole um whole range of people. So um yeah, that that kind of step for me through retail and being on counter definitely um set me oh, up for, for talking and, and oh. chatting to people. So when did you set up your business then, Claire? So what year was it? So I'm just about to enter my eighth year. Wow. So I know it's um it it's it's gone so quickly. And and it was really kind of leaving. I was at Lancome at the time, and it was really kind of a split second decision. I don't want to do this anymore. And actually, I just want to do makeup and make people feel lovely. And and my partner said to me, just leave, just do it. We'll, we can, we can do it. It's fine. I believe in you. Um, and uh, my final, final day on counter was um, twenty uh, fourth of December two thousand and sixteen. So, um, yeah. And then on on the first of January, I kind of um, set up a little Facebook page and said, okay, I'm doing makeup. If people just want me to just come along and just let me practice and just sort of hone my skills and just get my confidence up. And, um, and you know, you don't, you don't know where it's going to go, do you? And you don't know if people are going to like you or invest in you or want you to be involved with the wedding day. But um, yeah, eight years almost coming up, and it's it's just great. And you 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 grow, don't you? You grow and you change, and just slowly become, I think, who you're meant to be in in your business, and you know how you make people feel. So I'm excited. Eight years feels feels like quite um quite a long time. So yeah, it's impressive, really, isn't it? You think, like you say, it's they're always like long years it feels as well so like eight years in the wedding industry is, is a pretty long time but over that time yeah. then so you obviously been doing it a while now do you find like you know obviously I think with photography I'll turn up with the camera same as everyone else but obviously everyone's images look can look vastly different from their styles and I guess the same is true with makeup right as kind of I mean I, I'm not going to try and explain any of the things that there are because you'll know I guess but there's always like a table full of different things right I turn up to prep I'm like what is all this stuff like there's so much stuff going on so what in terms of style like what are you do you have a certain style that you would sort of describe as your main like client type sort of thing or I know you obviously have to vary a little bit with like say the bridesmaids might want something different than the, the mother of the bride or the family members and things are going to all want slightly different things but um yeah do you have a certain style do you think I, I, I do actually from from the first year that that I, I sort of put myself out there I always kind of said to people that that I I do more natural makeup looks 
enhancing makeup. So um, my style is very, very natural, very beautiful, perfected version of yourself. That's that's the kind of makeup that I love and I, I gravitate towards. And um, and that's the makeup that I would say probably 95% of my brides and my clients in general book me for, which is which is nice to be able to do, you know, what you you love and and have somebody sit in your chair and just say, I trust you, you're the expert. Just make me feel and look lovely. So I've I've definitely got the more natural end of, of the spectrum makeup wise. And you know, you you you've got to, like you said, Scott, you I've got to change what I do because I might have a bridesmaid who sits in the chair that says, put the biggest lashes on me that you can and I want full com- coverage because I don't feel comfortable with my skin or I always have a smoky eye and, you know, so you've got to be able to change up what you do and be able to do a wide, wide range of of looks to enhance what people want enhancing. But I'm, I'm definitely more a a laid back um I've I haven't tried too hard but feel really kind of beautiful um makeup lover so yeah so how does that work then Claire sort of with like your booking process so obviously when somebody inquires with you what's kind of the process to make sure that you're kind of the best match for them they're the best match for you how does that kind of work so I I think that when people find me and and look at my website, um, I've I, I get that updated yearly that kind of says a bit about myself and the the style of makeup that I do, and also the portfolio of pictures of past brides and makeovers that you've done is so important because I think even the first look at the pictures and images that you're showing um, gives people a really clear indication of the makeup that you do and the makeup that they can expect. Um, Instagram and social media is always, you know, also great for that. Um, That's linked up to my website um, and, and people can click on that and that will take them to Instagram, which maybe has pictures and images that aren't on my website but I think it's a really good tool to show people kind of the real you, you know, your personality uh, alongside what's wrote on paper. Because um, let's face it, people can write whatever they want to write on paper, you know, to try and get people to book them. But if it isn't authentic, I think people will know that. So I think, I think social media is great for kind of a more laid back approach to showing the makeup that you do and also letting people know how you are um and if they would feel comfortable having you one do the makeup but two involved with their wedding day as well you know it's a really big thing to let people spend your wedding morning with you with all your favorite people um so you, so you know that's it's really important that they like you as a person as well um you know like Scott being a photographer um you know he's spending all day with them um and it's really important that you know they like his vibe and how he is as a person as well as the pictures that he takes so, mm. people so are I think often having like... sorry Claire, I was gonna say people are often uh no, I guess obviously that's when their peak nervousness as well, I guess, in it is the morning, like they're anticipating like what's gonna mm. happen that day, then might be nervous about it or excited or just a mix of nerves or a mix of emotions was... even. And you're like can be a calming voice in it because you're like, look, don't worry, like that. and it's, I know you do trials and stuff, which we can talk about in a minute, I guess mm-hmm. is, is quite normal with makeup and hair and stuff, isn't it? But like obviously on the day they just wanna look like you say their best, they wanna feel confident, whatever version of that is for them. You know they yeah. want to, they want that and to be perfect they you know probably already worried oh what if something goes wrong or what you know all that kind of stuff so for you yeah. to like be that calming presence I guess is important isn't it? 
Absolutely. The, the you've you've got to be. Um, and if you're somebody who naturally is a worrier or a stressor, um, or always is feels like you're on the not on the edge, but you know, you've got to be calm when other things are going on around you. Um, you know, because not always um everything runs to plan, you know, it's just nice. If you can have somebody sat in your chair that is feeling stressed or worried about something, something maybe is not happening as quickly as they would like. I just find it my job to not only do their makeup, but also just to help, you know, take the mind off it just for a few few minutes. Let somebody else deal with it. You know, let your maid of honour go and worry about that while you just sit and get pampered. It's really important that hair and makeup um, are always calm on the morning to to keep things, you know, moving. Um, but also, you know, that everybody just feels excited and ready for the day rather than any anxiety or worries. So, yeah. So how would you help your couples or your, you know, your client on the day sort of help prepare for that? So do you send them out like a little email with some information of what to do or timings or how does that how do they kind of kind of know what to expect on the day it's it it starts from if somebody contacts me and and asks about my availability um and my my prices even if they just want something breaking down I will usually send them an email from the first contact that that will give them not only an idea of of my pricing but also maybe the timeline for the day so for example some people don't think about it but you know weddings happen at 11 a.m um you know not not often but they do I've had a few this year and if somebody has got themselves to get ready their mum and for bridesmaids I want people to know right from that initial email so there's no shocks for them you know this will be the pricing this is what you can expect but just be aware that this amount of people you know it's going to be an early start this is something that we could maybe think about. We could maybe bring on another artist that's going to make your morning more relaxed. You know, and most people say, I would rather have a sleep in. Bring another artist. Yeah, it can be very <laughs> it can be very early starts, can't it? Which is yeah. you know, it has to be. I think sometimes, especially you know, I have a lot of brides that obviously are quite, you know, very relaxed and a lot of times they won't they'll wear very minimal makeup day to day. Yeah obviously it's different on the wedding day and they want like say that that sort of special extra extra touch with like, getting a professional makeup artist in but um but yeah they might not realize like it only takes them like 10 minutes but the makeup on the morning so they might not realize oh i might actually actually get up at like 5 a.m to start makeup if we're going to be yeah depending on the ceremony time and how many people and things like that so i guess that's Absolutely. a good little tip isn't it it's just for them to understand like okay, how many people, what time the ceremony is going to be, yeah, how many people are going to want a makeup doing by, you know, yourself or by a professional yeah. makeup artist? Am I going to need more than one makeup artist? That kind of, you know, it's all yeah. like something to consider, isn't it? And then the person going first and then thinking about having that time afterwards for touch-ups, for final touch-ups and things like that. And so, yeah, it's quite a lot of factoring Absol- in with the timeline. Absolutely. it's, And I think it's really important that, like I said, before somebody goes ahead and, and books and moves on with getting me involved. I just, for myself as well, know, um, you know what the what the ceremony time is. Are you are you leaving? Where you're getting ready to get to the ceremony? Is that going to be a car drive? You know, I get all that information, and then I can. I I feel like I've got enough experience to say, okay, well, this is how it would be, maybe this could make it easier for you. What do you think? And, um, you know, so so I try to get as much information out of people as I can before they go ahead and book me, just, just so they know. And, you know, most people are, are really, really 
appreciative of, of that, that they know, okay, I'm getting married in 18 months' time, that's fine, but Claire has told me I need to be ready an hour and 15 minutes before the ceremony, and I know that she will be arriving at roughly this time, um, so that's all filed away. I know that I can move on to the to the next job now. Um, it's really important. I, I I don't suggest anybody goes into it blindly, and and maybe if they have a makeup artist or hairstylist or any other supplier that that says you don't need a timeline, it's fine, it all works out. Um, it doesn't all work out. <laughs> People are popping in and out of the rooms, you know, florists are arriving talking about flowers. You need to allocate enough time. And I think it's really important that that people just are aware of that um, from the start. Yeah, so. I, I think this is like you just hit the nail on the head for me about timelines, like why I go into so much detail with my couples about them, not because I want to stress them out or I want them to feel that it's regimented. It's not. I think if you have a timeline in place, you have something to work towards. And then, you know, for me as a coordinator, if something overruns or we need to, um, you know, or things a bit quicker than we go, then I'm there to manage the timeline on the day so you don't have to think about it. But we need a structure in place so we can make sure that if you're having like a registrar ceremony, you're there on time for the registrars because otherwise they're not hanging about for anybody. They will, they, yeah. will, they don't mind, do they? Like, you know, we and for the caterers, you know, we've got to hit certain like points. So, it's it's really important to understand that early on and I think that's when couples do end up panicking when they have got some suppliers who are like oh yeah don't worry about it we'll catch up maybe the week before or you know we'll chat about it on the day and and it's kind of too late then they're already yeah. anxious and nervous about it if you've got it ticked out agent you like you said you can file it you're like I've done that you know absolutely absolutely it's easier when they're discussing things with their photographer or their hairstylist or, like you said, their florist. So then they can say, oh, well, well, actually, I'll be doing this at that time. So, yeah, that'll fit in with, like, getting ready shots or whatever. You know, I'm sure for Scott, Scott, for you, it, it, you can tell a bigger difference when you've got couples who have got makeup artists and hairstylists and, you know, like, um, people who are sort of, on the ball on the day they know what they're doing they're the, the kind of like in control like you know in a nice way of the situation for you then I bet it's so much easier and clearer to be able to get the shots that you need to get yeah it's just like, like anything isn't it when you're working with a team I guess that you're used to or that like you say that just know what they're doing it just it's instantly less stress because yeah I know like oh, I don't need to worry about things running late I know I'll be out on time and and yeah, so it's like, that's why it's always nice when I work with like Claire or like say people I'm used to as well that like I know, yeah, they're going to be done on time. I can sort of stick with what I'm doing and it does make life easier. So yeah, it's all like we can sort of go with the flow. And I think we always kind of make things work, right? Everyone generally supplier wise, you yeah. kind of get there in the yeah. end with things. But um, yeah, it's just less stress for everyone, isn't it? Which is nice. You don't want to be like running out the door half an hour late, just really stressed and not 100% happy with hair and makeup and stuff because it's all felt a bit rushed yeah. and you're a bit, you know, getting sweaty because you're stressed and all these things just don't make you feel as good. And like Claire said at the beginning, like you just really, a lot of people hire, I guess, hair, makeup, all these things that they maybe wouldn't have day to day because they just want to feel like extra special, you know, on the wedding day. So you're coming out and you, you know, you've got your dress, suit, whatever you're going to wear on, you've got your hair and makeup done. You just want to feel great. And, you know, anyone will know you, Sort of, you know jumping out the house at like 10 minutes you know late and you're trying to grab everything and it's not all fully planned it just adds to stress so yeah I think everyone just yeah just working with people who know what they're doing and, and having everything planned really well like say whether it's someone like you doing it Hannah or they're trying to do it themselves it's just just at least having some plan and thinking actually it's not it might seem crazy to have some kind of list written out where it's like 10 you know 10 past 10 so and so is doing their makeup and then next person's makeup then and they can work with the makeup artist obviously in the hair arts be like well how long do you think we're going to need roughly building a bit of contingency and then you know nowadays everyone wants content right so obviously i'll often you know it's nice for me to get some photos when people are dressed and like i'm not posing a lot of stuff obviously but i still you know it's still nice to get some when they're in their dress obviously maybe get some as they're leaving 
things like that. And then I know a lot of hair and makeup artists, they want to grab a few photos, right? With just something on their phone. So they've got something to post and, you know, everyone wants that content. So like all those little things just need to be factored in. And like, I've got no problem with any of it. I just, like I say, it's just nice to know we've got that time and available and things like that. It's it's all got to be factored in. It's, um, you know, it's that nobody can be, can be holding a bride up for her ceremony whether you need footage for Instagram or not, it's you times to be followed by. So if if each bridesmaid knows when they're getting hair done, when they're getting makeup done, and everybody will be finished by this time to have plenty of time to get into your dress, have pictures. If you all want to take selfies, you can take selfies, have a glass of fizz and go down it works so much better than people running around trying to get the shoes on last minute and trying to rush to get out of the car or, or hold the registrar up. It mm. may mean an extra half an hour, you know, out of bed, but it will be worth it. Yeah, a lot Absolutely. of times people aren't sleeping anyway, are they? They're nervous anyway. So, I mean, I think I said it on the episode where um, me and you, Hannah, talked about my wedding and I was saying that we, that yeah, like on the morning, I was like, let, I had to let people, like the garden games people in and things like that. And I was kind of, I'd miss, I think I'd like misread a bit how long I'd need. I thought, oh, I'll be fine. Like it only takes me like you know 20 minutes to grab a shower and do my hair. It's pretty straightforward, obviously, in comparison to like getting hair and makeup done and stuff. But, um, but yeah, even then I would just end up rushing at the end. And then, so it was absolutely fine. But I think what I said, one of the downsides almost, or one of the things looking back was it would have been nicer to have like, because especially as all our guests arrived, like it would be nice to just chill with everyone, have a beer, say hello to everyone a bit, kind of less rushed. Um, so yeah, I just, you know, it's just little things that we don't factor in like, oh, someone, the cake person's going to arrive and want your attention or, you know, all this. So even just assigning people for like, okay, when, I don't know, everyone's going to knock at the door, right? So I I arrive, I knock at the door and then the cake person might knock at the door to be like, where do you need the cake? And if you don't have a planner or it's, you know, you're getting ready at home or the florist obviously is going to drop off like your flowers if you're having them, things like that. Like there's always going to be little things. So you could be like, right, well, so-and-so you're going to answer the door or you're going to be in charge of this or that. And yeah, just a lot of planning, isn't there, that you might, it doesn't seem over the top. If you do it beforehand, you don't have to stress on the day about it. So even if you're a really relaxed person, you'd be like, go a bit overboard on the planning before. And that way on the day, you can just be that really relaxed, like have a drink, don't have to worry too much. Everything's, you know, cut your tags out your dress early and stuff like that. So you're not trying to do it as you're running out the door. Just all those little things. Hmm? I was just saying completely. Like I've had um, brides with, you know, numerous uh, bridesmaids and everything, trying to take stickers off shoes. and, And it's those things that really do consume your time. And they they impact the experience that you have on them that that completely feel like it, doing that instead of having a glass of bubbly you know you might look back and think oh it was funny but on the morning it is, it is stressful and it is something that you could have done a month before you know like you don't you know I think just that it's all in the pre-planning and then you just save yourself so much so much stress later on you know because it goes it goes so quickly the morning of your wedding yeah um, you don't have to like really have is. yeah i was just gonna say you don't have to have like you know you know when people do like coat hangers with everyone's names on them and stuff like you don't have to do that if you don't want it it doesn't really matter but if you're gonna hang all the dresses up together luke remembers who's a who's because i've had it more than once even this year and like say two bridesmaids i know one's a 10 one's a 12 or something there's not much difference but like one puts their dress on like oh this is a bit tight i remember another one put theirs on it's like oh this is a bit bigger oh we've got the wrong ones let's swap suddenly that's a stress because they've got to then take off you know and swap and just silly things like that because you've just hung them all you know everyone's piled in with the dresses hung them all together and you just forget you don't check the label or whatever so just even so like you could just yeah tie a little tag on the name or something like there's lots of little things that's just going to make life a bit easier isn't it but it it yeah. always seems like you've got so much time on the morning and people always say it. If I'm there six hours before the ceremony because they need to be ready an hour and a half before the ceremony and I'm there and they just say, God, we've got loads of time. That last hour will go so quickly and it always goes a little bit mad. People are trying to get the lipsticks topped up. The photographer's trying to get the pictures they need. I've even had people going, oh, we never steamed the dress. Literally, 
an hour before the ceremony, um, steam the dresses before the wedding day. I've had people steaming dresses uh, while they're wearing them because <laughs> they're yeah, like, oh, they this, this isn't right. That. Quickly, quickly try and like iron it with, I've got yes. a photo somewhere and they're trying to yeah, iron yeah. like the bottom of the dresses on the ironing board while they're wearing it and, they're and stuff like Absolutely. that. So it's like, yeah. it's like, Absolutely. Yeah. And, and the steamer isn't great when you've had your hair and makeup done. Any hairstylist is mm. going to say, do not use that steamer near where I've done your hair. The same for makeup, just... People, if people can just think a little bit, even if it is just like you say, taking labels off shoes, steaming the dresses the day or two before and just hanging them up. And that's all time that can be spent just enjoying it with all your special people rather than running around looking for an ironing board. Um, Mm -hmm. So all those things take take away time of, of, of... getting hair, makeup, or even losing pictures, you know, for for your morning that you may have planned. It all eats into that time. So, yeah. So some people will think an hour and a half before is quite drastic. But Mm. that hour and a half, like you said, will go so quickly. It, It takes... It, it takes a good amount of time to get into whatever you're wearing, no matter whether it's like the simplest of outfits or, you know, if it's a lace-up sort of corset dress, whatever it may be, you're still going to need to go to the toilet. You're still yeah. going to need to put your shoes on, get your outfit on. You're going to need to get those photos, any last-minute makeup, hair, touch-ups. It, you know, that's kind of why we kind of say that hour, hour and a half before, isn't it, Claire? Because... yeah. Otherwise, if you think, oh, well, like you said, Scott, it only takes me 20 minutes maybe to, to get ready, get out the door. It's a completely different kettle of fish, isn't it? When you're getting into your wedding outfit, that yeah. it, you know, and you need that time because then you've also got to factor in, in that. Have you factored in your travel time to wherever your ceremony is? You know, is it is it a two minute walkway? Are you getting the car? You know, are you getting a taxi? How, how are you getting there? And because that needs to be thought about as well, doesn't it? Absolutely. Um, it really does. And, you know, sometimes even an hour can seem like a long time before the ceremony if all you've got to do is go downstairs. But if you're trying to climb into a wedding dress, you know, you've got the hairstylist doing the final fluff ups and putting in the veil, you've got makeup repowdering and putting on lipstick, you've got the photographer wanting to get the shots. And then you've got to factor in the registrar is going to be here to speak to me 15 minutes before the ceremony. That doesn't leave you enough time just to breathe and take it all in. Um, And I think it's really important to allow enough time so you're not stressing, but not too much time that you're sat there with a cup of coffee saying, Oh, right. Well, what do I do now? You know, um, right. I'll just sit and wait. So I think I think it can be hard for people to kind of know that middle ground of, um, you know, allowing enough time, but not too much as well. Um, yeah, but it it flies by the last hour flies by. It's it's gone in a minute. Yeah, it really does. So you're. I mean, much like photography, I imagine, right? You could get a friend to do makeup for 20 quid probably and you could also spend thousands. So you, you're you pretty good at sharing like pricing online and stuff. Is that is that something you've always done? Do you find that your like couples appreciate it's kind of easy-ish to see a, at least a rough sort of pricing guide? Yeah, I've, when I set up my website, I, I always knew that I did want to um, share my pricing online. I think that when people look at, your website and 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 let's face it when people are, are contacting people about different um different areas of the wedding they they may be contacting just one person that they really really love or they might be contacting a few just to get an idea of a feel of how much this might cost and i i think that for couples um, who have so, so much to think about and so many people that they need to email and contact. I think it makes life easier for them to be able to see clearly, okay, if we book Claire, 
there and we're booking for this many people, this gives me a really clear idea of what this is going to cost. And then I can sit down and think whether that is in my budget for makeup or for the morning as an added extra. So I, I, I think from my point of view, I think showing my pricing is really important actually um, because it makes life easier for the couple. Um, and, you know, I, 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 I sometimes feel like when I, when I look for things or if I was contacting somebody personally, this is just for me personally, if I can't see prices, it sometimes makes me feel a little uncomfortable. And I sometimes presume that it's going to be out of my price range that if they're not showing prices, that that means that it is going to be very, very expensive. So I'll maybe keep having a having a look around. Um, you always say, don't so, they? Like if you if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Is that what people say? Like when it's like on shows and yeah. things like that, it's like so. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just frustrating, isn't it? Like me and Hannah always say about it on every episode, don't we? we just hate. It's just I get it, and especially like you know flowers makeup things they're not straightforward things like i basically just charge one price and there's yeah a bit of of travel and an album and there's some other little costs but essentially it's like one price it's pretty easy but obviously for yourself it's going to be obviously slightly trickier depending on where they are and obviously like say how many bridesmaids if they've got bridesmaids how many other people are getting makeup that kind of thing so i guess there's a lot of factors but at least just having a a guide it's like is useful isn't it because it's just so difficult like you say people don't want to have to reach out to 10 different people to get to just to even get pricing to then get an idea of you know if it's even in yeah. budget and we don't like you know I, I know I don't a lot of people we don't we feel bad a bit like asking for pricing and kind of being like oh it's too expensive mm-hmm. or whatever and yeah it's just easier to know where you stand isn't it but and it kind of- I, I think so and, and my my pricing I made sure that it was very simple for people to say it is just your bridal makeup on the day it includes a trial that's the price for you and any guest that wants to get their makeup done that is the price um and then that's just really easy for people to see and to be able to work out the only thing that goes on top of that is if i'm having to travel further than you know my um than what i i would do outside york that gets added, but again, um, I would always um ask people and double check that just so from the first email they have a really clear idea of what that's going to cost, so they can then decide. Okay, it is within my budget. I like the makeup that she does, and actually, she seems really nice and friendly. So yeah, we mm-hmm. so let's go go with it. Um, you know. Yeah, it is it it is really important you know like you said get being able to get to know your suppliers and being able to build a rapport with them is just as important as knowing that they're going to fit within your budget you Mm -hmm. know that there's no hidden costs that they're going to be surprised at sort of later down the line and a lot of my like full planning and partial planning couples they always say to me we don't know how much to budget like you know we don't we don't even have an idea what suppliers cost and if they don't put it on their website how are we supposed to know and we're just wasting our time asking people an email and calling people and it's a waste of the supplier's time you know like time is really precious when you're planning a, a, a wedding and you're running a business you know there's lots going on you don't really want to keep sending out you know or having calls with people and then finding out that they're not within your budget and it it, you know it's so much easier if you've got that like scott says that guide on your website then you just you know it's there for everybody to see yeah i i i agree hannah i i think um i think that's that's right and unless you're going to you know a real you know luxury supplier who who maybe let's just say um, supplies something for celebrity weddings or royals or you know something like that that their prices may not be shown on their website. I think that's a little bit different. Um, although maybe um, I, I I think you know 
just the 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 people wanting to find out pricing and if this is going to be within the budget it's really helpful for them yeah i think if couples are going direct to the website it's helpful to at least have something on there isn't it if like i know a lot of people who work pretty much solely through planners and things like that and obviously like you know someone's speaking to hannah like oh we'd like to book scott or whatever like hannah knows my pricing it's fine if that was always the case and i didn't really have couples come into my website it might not be as important because it doesn't really you know those venues and, and planners that i work with know yeah. my pricing anyway so it's fine they could be like yeah i can re- you know what what's your budget for this right i'll recommend the people who i think are going to fit with what you know what you want from your day and the style and the look and the price so that's kind of that's what you're paying you know like hannah for really isn't it is like is a bit of that knowledge but but yeah, if you if you're just looking around to start with, it's just helpful having those prices. But um, but yeah, it's it's, it's really useful. So what if you got anything? If you notice any changes recently, clients have loved like this year or going into next year. Your inquiries that people have sort of any trends or anything like that that's sort of coming in the wedding in the kind of makeup industry as such. Um, I people are getting more and more natural with the makeup that they want. That definitely compared with what what it was like um, when I started back in 2016, there was a lot of Insta, but kind of Instagram makeup about. So everything was full on. Every you know, everybody was still looking at Kim Kardashian for that contoured, heavy look. Um, but more and more people are just saying, "I want my skin to look like skin." and to breathe and just enhance me rather than, you know, lots of heavier glam makeup. Um, and that's when I look online at, at, at trends, say in um, the Vogue bridal um, website and, um, and the magazines, that's kind of coming through there as well, that everything is a lot more natural, natural glowing. It's all about... It's all about skin, healthy skin and, you know, radiant skin and, um, you know, just groomed brows rather than anything too, too harsh and, and structured. Um, I don't, which is good for me because that's the sort of makeup that I love doing. So it's, um, so it, it so that coming through makes me really happy. I've, I've been seeing a lot less. You know, for the for for quite a few years, there was a lot of, you know, what you'd call sort of bohemian bridal boho looks, and I think it's certainly with the brides that I've been chatting to for for next year, things look to be a bit more classic. So you know, more sort of classic buns and tied back softly, rather than anything too sort of flowy and maybe brighter colours, a lot more muted and what you would call classic. I think that goes for hair as well, actually, that I've been noticing. You know, really quite minimal, but in a, a lovely looks way. So Yeah, makes no- a lot of sense. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to like like you say, I suppose it's up to the individual, isn't it? Do what you want is what we always say. And like it's, you know, yeah. whatever you like say, you're gonna feel however it makes you feel the best you can on your day then go for it but yeah i know generally like say a lot of my couples you know mostly kind of want to see themselves in the photos don't want to look too different to how they are just want to be the best version of themselves i guess they can be on the day and stuff but um but yeah each to their own but yeah that's that's good thank you so much claire yeah it's been amazing oh i was just going to say Scott. sorry it's what i was going to say was that that is what bridal makeup should be exactly what you've just said then bridal makeup is just an enhanced beautiful version of yourself you know you don't have to look a certain way because you are getting married you've got to do what makes you feel comfortable if you I always say to my brides if you always wear a black winged liner and a red lipstick and that is your signature look wear it because because you will not feel yourself without it. Likewise, if people never wear any makeup at all, you know, if you're going to have on lots of highlighter and blush because 
you're going to be in pictures, you're not going to feel yourself. So I think the biggest thing that I can say to brides to do with makeup is to to go for a look that is a more enhanced version of your everyday look and how you look and feel comfortable and at your best. It's um it's really important because you need to you need to be able to look in the mirror on the day and and feel beautiful and confident and recognize yourself as well as looking good in pictures. I think that it it needs to work both ways. Um because uh, I always think that it, you know you've, you're going to look back on your pictures for years to come and you know you need to be able to recognize yourself and you don't want to look back and say I got married in 2023 and and really bushy eyebrows were the trend and I can see that because that's how my eyebrows were for that year so kind of keep everything classic and timeless but best version of yourself that's really good yeah thank you so much for your time Claire I've been um yeah it's been been really good very insightful Hopefully um, people find that useful and um, obviously we'll put your website and contact details and stuff below. So if anyone's interested in finding out more about Claire, go follow her on Instagram and check out her website and everything like that. And uh, yeah, you got a, a busy winter, Claire. Is it, do you, are you busy at like Christmas time as well? Do you do makeup for like people's sort of, you know, office parties or like Christmas do's and stuff? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really busy this year, all the way through autumn and um uh, a wedding on the 23rd of December, one on the 31st of January, mm -hmm. and one on the 1st of January to kick off 2024. So um, really good year. Um, and um, and I love an autumn winter wedding. They're so pretty when all the twinkly lights start coming and Christmas trees and autumn colours. Yeah, absolutely love it. So um, yeah, great, great couple of months ahead. Cool. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time. We'll, uh, yeah, catch you soon. Thanks, Claire. Thanks so much. Bye. 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 You have been listening to All Things Weddings. Subscribe for future episodes or head to allthingsweddingspodcast.com for all the show notes.